Can you hear me now? I can. Awesome. Can you hear me? Yes. Excellent. Awesome. Great, Brian. Thank you so much. Uh, let's get started. Uh, sure. The, this events. Uh, welcome to another episode of our blockchain podcast. My name is Chuck Chakuri, and I am a blockchain entrepreneur, and I have been developing uh, blockchain solutions for the past four years. I host this with uh, Brian Engel, who is also an enormous uh, blockchain enthusiast like me. Hello, Brian. Hope- hey, Chuck. Good morning. Um, yeah, hopefully you're uh, you're ready for Christmas and all that kind of good stuff. So that's coming up. Crazy that we're already here at the end of the year. So uh, happy to be back on, uh, what is this, episode three? Yes, this is our episode three. Love and today it. we are going to talk about blockchain innovation. Love it. Yeah. Uh, just a quick note to our listeners who want to share their experience. Just send us a chat message and we'll open the line. Uh, and the same goes uh, you have any question. So coming to innovation, uh, the questions we are going to talk about today is what is new and exciting about blockchain? Why is blockchain a new thing? And how is it different? And how is it being used? You know, that's what we want to talk about, Brian, today. Sounds great to me. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. So the reason blockchain is a, a really innovation is because it adds uh, a new level of capabilities that are not currently available in current databases and apps, which is uh, security, transparency, and immutability. What I mean by that, it makes uh, the data or the usage uh, very secure by cryptography, right? And then not only that, it's not behind some kind of a hidden away in some bunker. It is transparent. Anybody can connect to it. Anybody can see it. Uh, Everything is open. How the code is running, what code is being executed, what data is being transferred, what... uh, data is being moved, everything is transparent. And then not only that, nobody can change it. Once it's a transaction is done, nothing can be changed. So these three things are very, very important. And that's not available in any of the existing technologies, right? So with this, there is the opportunities for this are innumerable. And there are, our last I checked, uh, there were about 12,000 different projects on Crunchbase or companies in Crunchbase that are trying to use this. Wow, so, Brian, great. You said something about you, a lot of people investing. Can you tell me that? Yeah, I mean, I just uh, I just read the other day. I was, uh, can you, yeah, go ahead. Um, it's like double up. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I, it was one of my uh, mic. I, I changed it. Got it. Um, so yeah, no, I read that, uh, Google invested, uh, over the past year has invested one and a half billion dollars in DeFi projects. So, um, it, it's crazy. They're the, they're the number one publicly held company that, uh, that has invested. Uh, so it's, it's pretty incredible that, uh, you know, large companies are taking it on. They want, uh, they want a piece of the pie and they see the future. So kind of like we do here. So, uh, it's uh, exciting to see like so much money is being put in to projects. Awesome. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I came across, uh, Brian, is uh, there are so many 
uh, the things that they're trying to do is the decentralization. Right. You know? Decentralization, uh, meaning, uh, you know, cu currently, if you have to, like the big banks or the government, which can control or censor people, they can't do that anymore. Right. Right. And that, and then the other one is because of its distributed nature, uh, you can bring uh, intermediaries into the play, like, you know, in a supply chain or something like that, where there are different parties to a transaction. Right. They can all work together. Yep, exactly. Right. And that is something uh, in a decentralized way. It's so much better to do it that way than, you know, having one person or one control trying to coordinate between all the people, you know, particularly in distributed transaction. Yep. Right. And then the other thing that brings uh, this innovation brings is the resilience, right? Because it's not in one central computer anymore. Particularly the blockchain network or the Bitcoin network has millions of computers working together. Yeah. That's why I love it. It's, it's all, all this is it's, it's uh, we talked before, since episode one is, you know, power back to the people. And it's, uh, you know, no, no one entity is overseeing, overseeing things. It's a, you know, a, a decentralized process, which is just fantastic. Yeah. And, and then I just want to add something, Brian, because with the recent uh, uh, problems in crypto, right? Uh, the crypto exchanges that went down. Yeah. Everybody thinks that's a blockchain. Actually, a crypto exchange is very different. It's not a blockchain. You know what I mean? A yeah, crypto exactly. exchange is a platform uh, that allows users to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrencies, right? It yeah. acts as a marketplace. But that marketplace is not the blockchain, right? The marketplace is a software that helps people to communicate with the blockchain, right? So the problems were in the exchange not the blockchain right and that's why the blockchain seems to be fine even if the cryptos are getting hurt i mean all all the blockchain is is a it's a blocks of information that can never be changed that's it so I mean, it's exactly. a pretty simple concept uh, yeah it, but i think everybody that's you know hopefully here over the course of time we can again kind of clear up some misconceptions and uh, in the process learn ourselves but uh, really clear up the misconceptions about crypto and uh, blockchain and, and all the great uses that both could be used for. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, Brian, was uh, I'm like really fascinated by the several categories of blockchain projects. You want me to run them down, run through them? Uh, yeah, run through them real fast. And uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's chat. Yeah. So one of them is like, you know, the, the, the different categories are like one of them, they're using payment systems, right? right. These yep. projects focus on building decentralized payment networks that allows user to securely transfer uh, value, right? Like examples of like Bitcoin and Litecoin. So payment systems are the most popular ones, uh, you know? And then the next one is the smart contract platforms. These are like, basically they treat the entire blockchain network as a machine, right? As a, as a program, as a computer, where 
the smart contracts are little programs that run on this hugely distributed network computer. And these projects aim to provide a decentralized product. And you, you can execute smart contracts. These are computers and the examples are like Ethereum or EOS, you know, uh, where it's basically you can cloud source, you can write any, any kind of app on this computer. It's a smart contract platforms. Uh, that's what that's being used. And then the third one that is uh, decentralized applications, right? Now that you have a computer, you can write an app on it. Yeah, these applications are built on top of the blockchain, a smart contract platform, and they're designed to provide uh, different kinds of applications. One example is DTube, which is very similar to YouTube. And there are many, many games that people have written on this platform, right? And what I found interesting, uh, Brian, uh, currently YouTube pays its creators, right? Out of of that uh, impressions of the ads that come when their content is shown, right? Mm -hmm. But in decentralized app like DTube, which is also like YouTube, right? There is no central player like YouTube to take some of the money and give it. Right. You get to make your own money based on your own content. Right. There is no third party to say you'll get, we keep 30% of your fees. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. So that that is, uh, a, it's been a two, three year old application. It has so much content already. Right. So decentralized apps, people are so many of them building those and there are a lot of games. Uh, then the other one is we just touched upon briefly is the supply chain management. Right. You know, where the intermediaries all can work together on this distributed network, you know, and bring transparency and efficiency for various supply chain processes. And they yeah, I think that's a huge. I think that's a huge area. That's just a. Uh really big area from, you know, hey, tracking a banana, you know, in Central America to, um, you know, large container ships across the world. So, uh, you know, I'm, I know Maersk is, is a, they've been heavy in this space for a while. So uh, they're, they're kind of at the forefront of the whole process for supply chain uh, within, uh, within blockchain. So it's just pretty neat stuff. Yeah, you're right. We talked about it last time. Also supply chain, particularly high value products like, um, um, critical drugs, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, or like diamonds, things like that. There are a lot of products around uh, tracking diamonds or diamond certificates, right? And then, uh, no, this that's, that's, I think, I have a feeling brands, supply chain is going to probably lead the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a, it's a huge area. It just makes sense. I mean, it just makes a lot of sense for, uh, for this, for, for blockchain, just, it's they need things that are uh, are trackable that can't be changed uh, that are real time and it just makes it just makes complete sense. And then the other uh, one is identity management. You know, uh, these projects use same blockchain technology to create security for identity verification and authentication. Now on this one, I I think when I was doing my research for my first podcast. I came across a, a, a project, this is an India brand, where 
in India, they have like ID cards that they okay. have to carry to uh, ration cards, right? For like, for getting your groceries or for getting your ration or even getting your government services. Oh, wow. No. Uh, and, and there was, there is a lot of fraud in paper. <laughs> of course there is exactly. Right. So people get impersonated, impersonated. They're saying, I'm getting this for my cousin. And this is so-and-so this, it was a really a nightmare. And then there, because it was so corrupt, they were losing a lot of money in fraud. Right. Right. Uh, so uh, I think, I don't know, one of the state governments in India, they instituted a project to verify the identity of uh, people, right? That means they, they don't get, they get proper drugs on time, right? Somebody else is not getting the proper, like healthcare is getting improved, right? Rationing and, you know, government taking care of people, self, social welfare is getting improved. Yeah, like that makes so much sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. And, and then there are like particularly, I mean, in U.S., we have a very good identity management, right? I mean, your, your, your driver's license and, you know, things are pretty secure. But there, it's done on paper. And it's a right. four-day paper and, you know. Uh, so the, that, I think, is like really a game changer, right? It can bring in, you know. Yeah, saves uh, uh, you know, saves government money, so they can uh, put into other you know programs. That's that's the great thing about it is uh, you know there's there can be cut down on waste. Yeah, I just saw Shiva's note saying India has voting systems. Exactly right. Uh, that's where I was going to. Uh, the next one, Shiva. Uh, the the next one is governance, right? Uh, where particularly for governance and policy decision making process, you need a lot of people's participation, like a voting mechanism, right? Yes. And these projects use blockchain technology to enable uh, decentralized governance models, right? Uh, so governance is also becoming very, very big sometimes in, uh, I mean, you now I, uh, that's very big because people can actually vote and their votes are secure, right? Now think about voting, right, in governance. Today, I, I, I was watching some Twitter polls and there is a poll, there is a vote, but nobody's sure how good that is. All right. Right. And then there are some interesting polls that I was seeing on Twitter. The number of votes, the number of uh, likes, you know, that it's, it's people are struggling to see if the poll is even accurate. Yeah, no vote. I think, I think this could be a game changer on voting. Um, you guys yeah. are absolutely right about, about this, uh, about this area. Of, uh, you should be able to, I mean, theoretically, you should be able to vote anywhere, anywhere in the country um, under your identity. And uh, I think blockchain could be a, a forefront in voting systems and take care of that issue. Yeah. And so, on, there should be zero fraud. Yeah. So I think, I don't know, it may take a while for us to get like a governance at a national public level. But I think uh, there are a lot of businesses they're now calling them like DAOs, a distributed uh, accountable organization or something right we're gonna say uh-huh yeah where people are in charge yes correct yeah it's not one central DAOs, uh, right. i mean these governances uh, they're pretty much using these governance models right for making the decisions in a DAO. okay so th those are also and then that's other one is data storage right because of its immutable nature 
people are using, uh, particularly, uh, so, so database change, like particularly a registration database, right? A property registration database, right? It's decentralized, secured. So uh, title, property titles, right? They can store them on blockchain. Exactly. Yeah, because we, I know right now the central authority, like the county, state or whatever, uh, you know, they hold the county records for my property, right? They right. are the final authority. They hold the deed, right? And it is not secure, right? I, 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 I don't know if it is safe or secure because if it was safe and secure, I wouldn't need a title insurance. <laughs> exactly. Right. Otherwise, if I know it's safe and it's never going to be changed and it's not, nobody going to alter it, then why yep. would I need a title insurance? Right. So it is not safe and it's not secure. And even in a country like ours, we have title insurance. What about the places that don't have this insurance and their property disputes? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a it, blockchain is a definitely a game changer in that space. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So this is a, this is pure innovation. You know what I mean? This is, was not, this is not possible. It's not, was not possible on paper. It's not possible on the web, web two, right? That can only be done in web three. Yeah. And then this is another interesting thing. This is the final thing that uh, I'm seeing is privacy focused. I haven't seen much use cases except Monero and Zcash. Uh, they're doing like, you know, these projects use blockchain technology to improve privacy and security. Right. Through anonymous or pseudonymous transactions and communications. Now, this is interesting. I mean, Zcash is fine. But when I say privacy focused, I had in mind, let's say my personal information, right? is let's say it's only on blockchain then i can control who can see it right right now everybody has my information every company right has a lot of my information and they use it to spam me right right and i should be able to control who can see it right uh, right so th th these are some of the things uh you know I don't know which of the, which one do you think is going to lead the pack in terms of uh, innovation, Brian? Since topic is today's innovation, um, I mean, you know, the supply, data storage, um, you know, uh, I mean, payment systems are 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 big. Uh, I mean, now governments control it and third parties control it. Uh, it it's game changers in that in that area in that space as well I think all of these i mean who's gonna who's gonna lead it i'm not exactly sure um i mean supply chain is definitely you know kind of at the forefront right now because it's just it just makes so much sense um but yeah it's uh all this stuff is so it's just so much fun you know i was also thinking the same i when i asked you that question i was thinking you're right i agree with you supply chain management is there but I think decentralized apps can also be a big game changer. Right now, I think they are sure. suffering from uh, the experience part of it, right? It, I think some of them are slow 
they kind of dependent on the network effects you know what i mean as right. things become right. more and more popular right they will increase, that will i i i played with a few decentralized apps i mean there's some very innovative apps did you know there is a site where you can go list up all the apps i should no. probably what is that do you know off the top of your head i think and i think if i just type in like dapp list of dapps or something oh, right and i i was doing research a bit a few months ago and there were like uh, more than 1000 dapps yeah no there's it's a great space uh, it's uh, i mean i love all these spaces it's just a uh, you know who's going to be on the forefront i mean it's a it's a great question um there's just so many different different areas of uh, uh, that just could be you is this is needed i'm just say i guess it's needed you know hey stuff for one transparency and two uh you know security so you know there is another area of innovation that's happening it just uh, which i am exploring as a part of my own uh, uh together mdm is uh, right now this machine the smart contract platforms they are not powerful enough to do a lot of different types of computation right so as a stop gap i think we have uh, level 2 platforms which offload some of the computation to uh, a secondary layer right which is right. tightly tied to blockchain uh, level 1 networks right level 2 provide additional functionality that is not available in level 1 like uh, right. scalability right and then they are often like faster and cheaper right so i don't know level 2 functionality i don't know if it'll ever come back into the main blockchain as it gets faster but i'm seeing a lot of lot of different innovation that's happening in level 2 networks to increase the capabilities of the blockchain itself yeah that's interesting all right so that's also uh, going to change the rate of innovation in this space i believe <laughs> you know so this is this is uh, that was a very good conversation i think uh, we had brand i think i learned a lot talking to you uh, yeah, i think this is something you know hey we can actually uh, you know hey over the next uh, maybe the next few episodes or so maybe we you know specifically go in and you know, like d app there's so many i don't know a lot of decentralized apps um, I, i know a few and what not but uh it'd be nice to go into maybe a few and talk about a few and and how we went or you know hey what's some big supply chain uh supply chain projects that are out there data store you know just maybe hit on a few you know a couple each week or something just to uh you know as we see stuff come out and there's I mean this is an ever evolving space um really hit on those and and obviously talk about other topics as well but really you know hey dive into some of these projects it's kind of cool i'm i I'd love to see the change Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm I'm super super excited about this, you know. I've been working on so many different things particularly around level 2, trying to figure out like uh, there is a, a a technology that I'm very excited about and which we'll talk later. Uh and I want to bring that up before we close. Something called Chainlink. All right? Chainlink is a different type of uh, a blockchain node. that can connect to the blockchain node a regular blockchain node 
and it can provide additional features. Like for example, um, I have, let's say I'm, I have a token, right? Um, and I want to know the current price of Bitcoin. How do I get it? Because blockchain doesn't connect to, uh, let's say I'm on Ethereum blockchain and I want to know the current price of block, uh, Bitcoin blockchain, right? Right. I, I don't know how to get that, but there's level two chain link nodes that has connectivity to other nodes in other blockchains. Then that can give me that data to the software that is running on my node, right? So it kind of provides that type of external connectivity. Right. And then it can also provide connectivity to storage, some kind of cloud storage. They call it like interplanetary file system, IPFS. Hmm. Right? Because the blockchain doesn't have enough space. Let's say I have a huge volume of data that I want to store somewhere. How do I connect to that storage? Right, exactly. Connected through some other node that actually has links to my data on the blockchain. Hmm. Cool. Right? And then I can now I can store data like on a storage like Google S3 bucket or something like that. Amazon S3 bucket, right? For sure. It's, it's, it's fascinating. And there's so much innovation happening. I don't think this will be our last uh, topic, like a podcast on innovation. I think innovation <laughs> is everything. Every, every podcast is about innovation. This whole thing is innovation. Exactly. You know, hey, it's been, you know, it's just, it's been around a while, but it's really, you know, just really starting to come in and, and uh, people are starting to understand a little bit more. Um, hey, and I, I, I think we talked last time. Hey, have you, uh, you know, off topic a little bit before we close up, um, did, did you get a chance to go on uh, Coinbase or Kraken or anything to uh, get some crypto yet? No, no, I, 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 I want to do it. Um, maybe during the holidays I will. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's something we can um, maybe do together. I mean, I obviously have have some and whatnot, but uh, you know, maybe we do this together and um, and then go to go to Curve. There's the site I've, I've talked about. You know, hey, you can go invest invest in other projects, and instead mm-hmm. of leaving crypto in your in your wallet or or on your exchange, you can actually make it work for you and then get twenty, thirty, forty percent returns. Um, depends how much risk tolerance you have. I mean, over at uh, the site's Curve Finance is a big one. Um, so maybe we talk about that over the course, again, of a, of a few weeks, and uh, we'll just kind of step-by-step process, and people can join us, and we'll go from there. I think that'd be kind of fun. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that would be very exciting. I would love to start that and, you know, yeah, go through cool. that. And maybe we, once I go through that experience, then we can talk about it and make maybe get people, more people excited. For sure. Exactly. Just, you know, hey, start off small and uh, learn and go from there. Yes. Uh, I'm going to see if we have a few listeners here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to see if they want to be uh, talk. Hey, guys, if anybody wants to talk, just join the caller queue. And we would uh, open the room. Okay. Okay, we have a, uh, I'm going to unmute Shiva. Shiva, you can unmute yourself on the bottom of the app and then start talking. I made you a caller. 
Hi, Shira. You can speak now, I think. Can you hear him, Brian? I can't. No, I, I can't. Hello, can you hear me? It was a great interesting topic, sir. See, it will bring the innovation like uh, especially finance related where the, we don't need third parties. So it will have, reduce a huge amount of cost involved with third party. So the blockchain will be more innovation in the finance sectors. Yeah. For sure. That's, that's humongous. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, when you put, you know, people went in touch with each other and create these uh, pools um, mm. it's, it, it's unlimited what can be done. It's, it's just awesome. Yeah. And also the transparency of the data, once it's written, so any with the valid tools, we can download and read the data right now, especially for voting system or all things, it's very transparent to public. So we can trust the technology and the system. Exactly. Yeah. That's what exactly. I love. Transparency. I mean, that's, that's huge, you know, instead of somebody keeping a, a title in their back pocket. You know, it's just there for everybody to see and who owns it and and uh, when it was done, exactly when it was done, for how much and, and what. There's just so many different uses for it. I love it. Good yeah, point. thanks to both of you bringing the good topics and uh, discussion. Oh, well, thank you. Hey, thanks for being a listener <laughs> <laughs> and a computer. I like it. Awesome. Anyways, uh, guys, uh, if, if we don't have, I think we are off our time. Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Shiva, for uh, joining the call. Yeah, thank you. As always, it's been fun. I really appreciate it. That's awesome. Awesome. Hey, thanks a lot, Brian. Until next week. Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that kind of good stuff, and uh, we'll we'll talk next week. Okay, Merry Christmas. Hey, take care. Thanks again, Shiva.